0: Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Prioritize. Prioritize the podcast here on the Wisdom App. Here we talk about faith, family, relationships, and more. Today I wanted to prioritize the shoes. Uh, it's been a bit since I've hopped on the Wisdom App. I've had some some life changes here recently. I was an independent contractor for about three years as an audiovisual technician traveling here and there to and fro back and forth across the states, uh, just across this nation. I wound up in Palo Alto, California, down in Florida, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey as a as an audiovisual technician. Met a lot of interesting people. Met a lot of people that I, I, I don't I don't care to see again. I'm thinking there's some folks out there that have met some individuals they would like to forget. My colleagues and I, we came up with a term for those kinds of people. We would call them personality challenging individuals. You ever met these people before? um, They're not fun to be around. They do not fill you up with energy. They do not encourage you. They do not energize your light beam or whatever people call it. They they don't buy you coffee. They they don't um, they don't help you organize because they themselves are not organized. In fact, they are the exact opposite of everything that I was just explaining to you. These people drain you of your energy. They're constantly expecting you to pick up the check. They're constantly. Uh, believing you're going to do everything for them while they sit back and relax and then just talk your ear off. I I don't need those kinds of people in my life. I don't have time for those kinds of people in my life and I I'm guessing you don't either. I got this pair of shoes. They were, they were a black pair of Nike. Uh I don't know if they're if they're anything special. I I don't know how expensive they are. They were actually a gift from one of my colleagues uh, became a good friend of mine years ago. He was working at a, at a wedding event venue. It was called uh, the Old Mill Village. And they had all these cool buildings. Everything was done in the old farmhouse style. So a lot of iron, a lot of old, old woodwork. I'm talking like early 1800s. They bought these buildings, they had all the milk houses, they had this really cool uh, venue. It was an open space, and you know, a bunch of people come in, they set up tables. They're setting... They made it look great. I don't know how they did it. They're just really unique and creative people. So they hired this guy, and after one of the the weddings, um, of the receptions that took place, I can't remember what they charged, it was like 15 grand. For a weekend, they had a guys' parlor, they had a a bridal boutique, and so the women and the men were generally separate throughout the whole weekend. And then come Saturday, uh, you know, the festivities would ensue. And then Sunday morning, everyone checks out, they go home, and then they they work very very quickly because they might have a wedding or two that very week, even before. Friday and Saturday would come along. He told me. He tells me um, one of their, that they always had alcohol coming into these these weddings. There was always alcohol. And uh, okay, fine. But you don't generally see grandmothers carrying gallon jugs of fire cinnamon whiskey. You know what I'm talking about? I, I don't, I've never seen that. He says he saw it, he would have taken a picture, he didn't have his phone with him. He thought it was the funniest thing. And I guess she downed half of it you know, in the course of the weekend, which I, again, I thought was humorous. So the wedding clears out, the people disappear. They forgot a pair of shoes. How, how do you forget your shoes? And obviously there's a guy's shoes. So I'm a guy, I don't carry around multiple pairs of shoes. To a wedding, you got your your patent leather, right? There might be slip-ons, there might be lace ups, depending on the style that the groom has selected. Those are gonna be why? Because it's it's his day. So we as groomsmen, we as the best man, uh, whatever that, you know, part is that, that you or your spouse or your boyfriend has played on his side, on the other side, right, because there's two sides. There's the girls, there's the guys. And from my experience in shooting video on weddings and uh, being in my own, obviously, and then being a the best man, the one, and being a groomsman, and I don't know. What, what, what guy hasn't been in all those positions unless you've never been married? But it, the, the guy's uh, preparation is far different. I mean, significantly different than the women's side. You you can't it's it's uh I worked with a partner when I was shooting the videos on for the weddings we would shoot in video production and then we'd cut it up and edit it. We'd get comments from the best man and the maid of honor and all the bridesmaids and the groomsmen. We'd get comments from the family members, we'd get comments from friends who just wanted to you know to say the best. Anyway. You, I had to get a, a female uh, assistant who could go into, because that's really awkward, right? You want a guy videographer coming into the women's uh, bridal boutique or the women's parlor and shooting video. It just felt weird. So right away, I'm like, I'm not doing this. i am got to get an assistant. So I sent her over there, and then obviously all the footage was you know, on the level. It was clean. This I, I don't shoot pornography. I don't, I don't get into that. And then I'd go over and shoot the guys. They were just kind of you know lousing around. They might have a beer. They might have a bourbon, but it's very relaxed. It is completely opposite on the girls' side. Uh, the The senses are heightened. It's it's a little intense in there. They might be trying to fix a, a button or a lace up on the on the dress at the last minute. Somebody lost something. Um, the bride was sometimes freaking out. I mean they had several problems and then you you juxtapose the guy's side it, it's like just another day for them except they're in tuxes so for guys shoes at a wedding <clears throat> in case you were not already aware and perhaps you already are so i'm talking to the choir preaching the choir do i preach to the choir i don't to preach what i do i don't preach the choirs i wonder what that's like so uh the guys they, got the, the, they, they wear the shoes that they wear there, right? Because no, very rarely is the occasion that the guys show up to the wedding. They're already dressed up in the tuxes. No, they wear casual clothes because they want something to change into for the reception. I was at a wedding. It was my cousin's. And it felt very much like the whole day revolved around the bar, revolved around the liquor and the alcohol and the parting. Then they paused for a brief moment. Maybe five minutes. If I said ten minutes, I would be exaggerating. All right, and and I'm I'm expressing that because they paused for maybe ten minutes to do the wedding ceremony, and then it was back to the party. Now for you, maybe that's that's okay. Maybe that for you that was well. What's wrong with that, Toby? I I don't know. For me, I my wife and I we wanted our wedding to be more memorable. They're just a bunch of people came together. They all got drunk. Nobody can remember what happened. You can barely remember the wedding vows. Now, I will tell you this. It's been a few years since they've been married. They're doing good. I think it's because uh, they recognize in hindsight the mistakes they made with previous partners, previous, I don't know if she was ever, she wasn't married before. He, He was, he was though. And he was, I think he was married before. So most of the time, the guys don't arrive at a wedding wearing the tux, wearing the patent leather shoes. No, they they change into that. But if you if you change it back into your casual clothes, wouldn't you take your shoes with you? I mean, what are you? You going home barefoot? I don't know. So I got these from a friend of mine after he was working the wedding event venue. Everything's closed down. It's probably three, four in the morning. There was nobody left to track down. He tried. They tried making the phone calls the next day. Okay, did anybody leave a pair of black Nike shoes? These are these are um it's a I've never seen a pair of like and it's probably just because I'm not a sneaker head. I hope that's saying that right. I don't know if that's the right term. Maybe it's not. It's just they're a basic black pair of Nike, but they have this velcro strap at the top and the rest of it is there's laces on it it's not like an entirely it's not like a 90 year old man shoe you know where they got two straps of velcro and the super thick sole and they're blonde it's not like that these they're pretty cool i mean especially for free how do you complain about free and i'm not complaining i've had these for you know how long have i had these shoes i don't know maybe three years. And I don't know how long the guy had them before me. See, this is the thing about guys, you know, we cleaned it up. Like we threw them in the washing machine, then we threw them in the dryer, then we sanitize them, then you, you know, you get all the the germs are gone. So the only germs that are left on this are all mine. I was wearing them today, uh, working out, and I noticed I, I got a pain on the right balls of my feet. And uh, I was thinking, damn it, I, I got to replace these shoes now. Don't you hate going shoe shopping? I don't like it. I think I used to like it when I was a kid. You remember as a kid and your mom was taking you shopping for shoes? This was a big day in the life of a kid, especially if you love playing outside, which I did. We loved doing Ghost in the Graveyard, man. We'd hop on bikes. We'd bike over to a friend's house. I'd bike all throughout town. I loved being outside and running around and being active and playing soccer and going to the playground and hanging out with the cousins and, and playing tag. and Man, I went through shoes like crazy. Got older, you know, in high school, then start looking at basketball, got to get some basketball shoes. I think that's maybe the first time I had two, two pairs of shoes. You had one for basketball and mom bought those, mom and dad, they bought those at the beginning of the season. They said, look, this is what you're wearing this year. So take care of it. And then here's your other pairs of shoes. You have one other pair of shoes. And this is this is for basketball and this is for everything else. Okay. So you kept those as nice as you could. And, and believe me when I'm saying this, mom and dad did not buy me $200 pair of, of basketball shoes. Uh, they were Reebok Force. I never got the Reebok pump. I think those might've been out of the allotted budget that that they were they were buying for my shoes. I think the well the budget had changed significantly by the time my youngest brother had come around to wrestling, football, uh, a few of the other sports like that. You know, all, all those rules were out the window. I was the eldest child. So me being the first guy, you know, I'm the trailblazer. I get to go through all the discipline. I get to go through all the, the spankings. I get to go through all the you're, you're getting garage sale clothes for your first day of school, whether you like it or not. You you want to get uh, better clothes? You want to go buy your own clothes? You go get yourself a job, and then you can go buy your own clothes. Now, am I mad at mom and dad for doing that? Nah, I'm not. In fact, I'll joke around about it all the time because my brother, who is six years my junior, he, he never went through any of that. I, I don't even remember him getting the hand-me-downs. He got to go to the mall. He got his haircut at a barber. Mom put t- took a flow bead of my hair. You remember that BS with the flow bead? That, that stuff sucked, uh, but I didn't die. <laughs> Did I die? I'm close, you know, a couple times, but I lived through it, you know, we, we found the arm, we got it reattached, and, and I'm here to tell you the story today, but not, on this podcast, maybe another time. Man, I remember getting the shoes as a kid. You go to a shoe store, that was a big deal. That that was big. This wasn't garage sale, clothes shopping. This was, we're gonna find a pair of shoes. These are gonna be good. And we maybe went because mom had a, a low threshold for shopping uh, for shoes for me. When it came to shoe shopping for her, I hate it. If you gotta go to five stores to find that pair of shoes, forget about it. But for me, you get two, two stores. So you gotta get this stuff planned out ahead of time. You gotta think, okay, there's uh payless as a backup, but there's you know, maybe JCPenney, um Sears, perhaps. But you you know, you gotta look ahead. They didn't have internet back then. This is pre-Google, this is pre siri They didn't even have a Siri assistant. Gosh, those were the days. God only knows what they're listening to now. So you had to plan out that, but man, you get those those brand new shoes and your feet felt lighter, like you could run faster. Today is totally different. They have customer service back then. Today, customer service is a lost art, man. They, They had it down to a science back then. You walk into a shoe store, bam, hi, I'm Jimmy. What can I what can I find for you today, young man? I'm looking for a pair of shoes. Well, Jim, you can come right this way. My name's Jimmy, by the way. Yes, sir. I caught that as soon as you walked in. Well, you're a bright young man. Today, man, I see tumbleweed in shoe stores before I see a shoe salesman or a customer service rep. Maybe it's because I'm shopping at all the wrong places. I hate going shoe shopping. You ever heard this thing called Brad's Deals? I get that sent to me on a daily basis, sometimes far too often, but I'll find sales on sunglasses and shoes. And uh, in fact, I think that's where I found the last two The last two pair came from Brad's Deals, which was probably like Prusy, or what's that other, um, Zillow? Z- no, that's real estate. Something with the Z, Zaspi, Zappi, Zasparella, huh? That's a soda. Uh, Zumba, that's an exercise. I have no idea. It was something with a Z. That's how little I cared about it, I guess. (laughs) Those, I I had no problem going through those shoes. I think I got a problem with these shoes because my friend is not even around anymore. He's over in uh, Iowa. I haven't talked to them for months, a tax accountant. So he went deep, deep into the taxing cave early uh, January, and he said he would emerge sometime after April. Uh, It just kind of sucks, you know, when you find a good pair of shoes. You remember the movie Forrest Gump, where you got Tom Hanks at the very beginning of the movie, and he very emphatically, very vibrantly points out this nurse's pair of shoes. Was she a nurse? I think she was a nurse. Oh, she's waiting for a bus. We're both waiting for a bus. And he points out, I like your shoes. I like your shoes. I bet if I remember, think about it real hard, I could remember my first pair of shoes. Mama said they'd take me anywhere. Now, i got a question for you. Where have your shoes taken you recently? Where have you gone? If you looked at a pair of shoes in your closet, Can you think about any place significant that your shoes have accompanied you to, uh, a place to which your shoes have accompanied you? These shoes, you know, I could look at, these shoes have been in Palo Alto, California. They've been over in Pennsylvania. We did uh, 12 different savings market uh, savings loan with some audio visual technology. I was in, I was on Madison Avenue in New York. I think it was the first time I was on Madison Avenue. We went over to Polo Ralph Lauren. We worked in their offices for about three months in Nutley, New Jersey, Madison Avenue. So these they they've been, you know, to a lot of places. I know everything comes to an end, right? All all good things come to an end. And I think we're at the end of these shoes. I don't know if I can bear being in a, you know, and here's a problem. I think the reason I'm thinking about this so much, and it's a stupid thing. I get it, folks. Who who the hell sits around thinking about their shoes? Well, I'm gonna decide for you. Why? Because I have no life because I'm still, where the hell am I? I'm in Hobart, Indiana at a hotel and I just got done with my exercise and I forgot my luggage. You want the story on this? Maybe this is better than the shoes. Or maybe nothing's good. I don't know. It's almost nine o'clock where right? I I was I was on my way to the shop in the office. I had my car with me. I just I spent uh, an hour on Sunday making sure I had my jogging shorts, my soccer jersey, my running shoes, all of the the pants that I would need for this week on the job, the shirts, the socks, the drawers, the everything, right, everything. Uh, I, I packed my immersion blender. I've been doing these cachava shakes. They're pretty good. I'm like, I've had health shakes before. Those really sucked. This is a a vegan uh, shake. It's they call, they say it's the whole the whole body the whole meal, right? So it's a vegan, uh, plant based protein meal replacement shake. If you've never had cachava, I, I would recommend it. It's it's pretty it's pretty good, pretty good. You throw some frozen berries in there, some strawberries, some raspberries, uh, blueberries, anything berry. And throw that in your blender. You know, at home, we got this ninja. I had this, we had this other, no, we got, yeah, we had a ninja. No, we had a magic bullet for years that mom and dad had given us as a Christmas present. All the kids got them. (laughs) But your folks do this, this same thing. We're like, you got to open up the presents at the same time, otherwise the other two the other two siblings are not surprised, right? Because they're all the same box, and and that's fine. And, you know they got a big heart. Um, so we got the the magic, and everyone was opening up at the same time. Sometimes there's only two siblings opening up, and the third sibling, sometimes that sibling is me, is sitting there wondering, is that what I'm getting? But mom had forgotten where it went. The answer is yes. Mom had him sent to this address and she doesn't know where she put it. So she forgot <laughs> she forgot where it was. You no, know, she'll find it six months later when she's cleaning out the attic. So that whole bit in Christmas vacation where Chevy Chase finds the soap on a rope. Yeah, that's a that's real. That's that's factual. That's a true story. So we got this magic bullet and we had it for years and then it broke down, like we gotta replace this. We found a ninja, oh, this, this is a monster. I've never used a ninja before. These things are fabulous. You take your ninja and you take the cachava and you get a little water and yeah, throw ice in there. got my frozen blueberries, I'm chopping it all up. boom. This is a beautiful thing. I got this immersion blender for my, uh, my men's grooming business for Baker Leather and Blade. And the immersion blender busted, I got it from Amazon, I don't know what company it was, I don't care, Uh, most of it busted. There's one button left that works. So it will still operate, just not the same capacity as when it was brand new out of the box. And that's probably how it was designed because it broke down six months into the purchase. I packed my immersion blender so that I could use that on the kachama because I like a nice frozen shake. So that went into my suitcase, my dop kit. You familiar with the dop kit? That goes the shampoo, conditioner, the lotion, the shave, uh, the, your shaving cream, your razor, your replacement razors, your deodorant. All the things you need for a well-groomed human being who's about to be in public. My dop kit, all my clothes and my tennis shoes are in my luggage and I'm packing all up and then I get over to the shop and I gotta pull everything out of the truck and put everything in the van, and I'm on the road, and I'm thinking, shoot, I forgot to travel. I forgot to pack my travel bar. I I, I, uh, I had it on our last job over in, I was in uh, Plymouth, so I had my travel bar with me. This is fabulous, because my my colleagues and I would stay at the Airbnbs, and every time we're at an Airbnb, they don't have proper knives. They don't have a proper cutting board, and we were staying at, at relatively decent Airbnbs. This wasn't the uh, this wasn't the trailer park or the, the ghetto. Of the Airbnbs. These were you know pretty decent Airbnbs. And you think, wow, that they, uh, surely they're no, no, then not I'm like, okay, forget all of this. I'm gonna start bringing my own travel bar. So I got the the stirring spoon. I got the ice cube tray. We filled it up with water. So the next day, boom, we got nice large ice cubes for the bourbon drinks i'd bring the bourbon i'd bring the bitters i got the cherries you know the mushroom and cherries and a nice uh silky thick syrup that all go in the fridge and then boom you know day one we get home we're gonna have a nice old fashioned get the maple syrup in there you got the cherry you got the bourbon you got the bitters and yes of course the oranges i'd have my sharp knife because the universal so i Traveled with a knife and the cutting board I made myself a bourbon. I forgot to bring the travel bar. Ah, And I'm looking back in the van I'm like, wait a minute, I forgot all my luggage. Dang it. All this packing. I'm supposed to be a detail-oriented guy. How the hell did I forget my travel bar? And all of my clothes, well, most of my clothes. This was week two on the Plymouth job, until the project manager changed it. So I grabbed what few clothes I had at the Plymouth Hotel, which was a terrible hotel. Awful. Awful. Don't ever go there. What was this This was the comfort suites in Plymouth, Indiana? Terrible. Don't ever it a cardboard box is cleaner than this place. Everywhere I looked. It was filthy, it was dirty. I walk in, I tried to walk into the hotel room. I can't get, I can barely get into the hotel room. You have to pull up on the hotel lever, on the handle. You know, who pulls up on the handle? Nobody, you put your key in or you hold your key up to the door and then you push down on the handle, you shove open the door. Every single hotel room I've ever been in. That's how it works. Not here, my friends. Oh no, this is a special hotel you have to work to get into the side door of the hotel then you have to skip over any kind of cobwebs duck your head because there's dirt scratches uh cracks all over this hotel they don't clean it there's dirt on the floor i don't even think they use vacuum cleaners i get into my room finally uh they don't mop the floor they don't mop the floor in the bathroom or in the kitchen they uh barely have a refrigerator fortunately i think that was the one thing that worked their internet didn't work the door to the gymnasium was broken the door to the pool room broken the pool that worked the jacuzzi did not there were no bubbles there was barely any heat in my hotel room i look up there's some big blue globule thing on the ceiling i walk into the bathroom there's hair on the back wall of the tub there's hair on the wall right with the 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 faucet, what are these people doing? I go to wash my hands after accidentally touch, I don't remember what I touched, the whole sink moves. There was no uh, sealant anywhere around the faucet or around the sink. They don't clean underneath the sink. This was horrible. I had left a few clothes there thinking, I don't need to take everything back home because they changed the plans last Friday. Not that you asked about any of this, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you anyway, since we're together for a few minutes. I hope you're enjoying your coffee. Are you liking your coffee? Do you need a, do you want me to, to pause while you go get some more coffee or are you at the end of your day? I got to enjoy part of my coffee before hot time. This was much better coffee. The coffee there at the other hotel, awful, terrible, terrible coffee. And I go down to get a cup of coffee. It was almost gone anyway. I got a couple of pumps in and I, t- I tried tasting it. Oh, oh, it was, it was like dirt and water. Awful, I mean like dirty dirt, not clean dirt, not the clean dirt. There's a difference between clean dirt and dirty dirt. I'm not gonna get into it, but theirs was not the clean dirt and I'll just leave it at that. Bad coffee. They had these little brown patties they tried to pull off as sausages and they had these bricks, they were light brown. They called, the, they called those the English biscuits. No, no. I've seen English biscuits, I, I've tasted biscuits before. These were not that. <clears throat> I, I don't know where they got the bricks from. I don't know how they got the brown to stick so well to the brick. It, it was dry, it was not good. It was the opposite of good. Uh, they did have small red, cherries, almost the size of apples that they called apples, but they were just smaller. It was like a large enlarged cherry is what it was. But it tasted like an apple because they called it an apple. It was kind of like an apple, just like the baby apple, like when a mommy or when two apples really love each other and you have and you have a male apple and a female apple coming in, they really love each other. They get together and then they have a baby apple. That's what I had. It was a baby apple. Uh, it's too small. So I took three of them and I think I finished them before I cut out the door. <sighs> that was a bad hotel. This is like night and day difference. But I picked up the remaining clothes from that hotel, checked out. And and that's what I, I was working out. I, 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 deliberate, I deliberated going down because all that I had was a pair of swim trunks, my work shirt, uh, and then these work shoes, they're my Nikes, my black Nike, they don't go. This was not a match. This is not a outfit you'd be proud of walking into a gymnasium. I'd be like, who the devil is the new guy? Who let this guy into our gym? You need to go away. Just take your toys and go back, go back home. Even at one of those, the places where they say the no shame zone, oh, I'd be shame. Fortunately. Because of my pride issues, nobody was there to, to witness the, the magnificent hoard that I, I, I was wearing with my Black Nike work shoes. It still has the, the drywall dust on the work. They don't even look good. They look worn. But you hang on to something that's decent, right? When you find a good and these were a gift so that, I, that kind of adds to the reason why I wanted to hang on to the shoes. I think I gotta let them go. Swim trunks, my work. Sh- oh, it was terrible. And I'm getting off. My feet are sore, and I think, oh, I think this is it for the shoes. Where's the, uh, where's the last place you went with your shoes? You remember that? You remember the movie, The Italian Job, and it's got most deaf. It's- and they're all they talking, what are you gonna do with your share? But well, I want to do my share. I'm gonna get a room for my shoes. Ah, that was a good movie. It was a good line too. I'm trying to think if i would ever heard that anywhere. And then Edward Norton takes all their ideas, steals all their ideas, he gets a what a ninety five inch display, you know, uh, room for his shoes. And he what is he what does a millionaire do at night? He sits at home watching of big ass TV. He's got a room for his shoes. I'm I'm not that guy who needs a room for the shoes. Uh, I'm a little more of a minimalist, um, n- not to the point where I only have two pairs of shoes. I'm not back to my high school days where I got two pairs of shoes. I got a few different pair of, of dress shoes that I actually found some nice Johnston and Murphy's at a Goodwill. Uh, I like the Goodwills, I like the Salvation Armies. I like going to the thrift stores because I hate, hate, hate paying retail. Absolutely hate paying retail. If I can find the same pair of shoes that's slightly used, marginal difference, but is uh $75 to $175 cheaper. Yeah, I'll start at the thrift store and then work my way up from there. I'm not against buying a pair of shoes from eBay or uh what are somebody's uh um i just i haven't gone shoe shopping in so long i can't even think i like the men's clothing stores i'm not opposed to that i'm opposed to overspending for the same pair of shoes that I could get elsewhere for cheaper even if they've been worn once or twice why it's just not that big of a deal to me how long have you kept a pair of shoes before you got rid of them? Did you did you run them into the ground? Or, or did you wear them until you didn't want to wear them anymore? You got sick to see them in your closet. You're like, uh, I don't I don't even like these shoes anymore. I don't know why I bought these shoes. They fit differently in the store than they did at home. They didn't perform like they did. Are you the kind of shoe person who wants to impress other people with your shoes? I'm not hating on you. Just admit it, man, it's just you and me. I don't care. If that's where you are, okay, then that's where you are. That's not where I am. Robert Redford once said in the movie, Sneakers, and it's a movie about people who are paid, Robert Redford is kind of their leader, but this group is paid to break into companies so that the companies will know where their, their defenses are down. They'll know where their security leaks are. And there's a gentleman who pays them a visit. <clears throat> uh, and he asked about the shoes, if they were expensive. So yeah, I I get that people will judge you by your shoes. I'm not in a place right now in my life where I care about the opinion of those people who judge me by my shoes. Because I'm the same person in my Nikes and my Johnston and Murphys as I am in my, I don't know, Puma, um, New Balance. My kids like, those are not inexpensive. What's a cheap pair of shoes today? Not not the New Balance, those could be like $75, $85 shoes. I don't know. I, I'm not defined by my shoes. Is, is, that, a, is that fair to say? This is this a commercial for Levi's? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. I'm just basically talking about the end of life for these shoes. And I believe they they got to be replaced. And I'm curious, you know, if you're at home and you're looking at your closet, you're like, what am I doing with all these shoes? Do I, do I wear all these shoes? Like there's only seven... <clears throat> There are seven days in a week, but there are four seasons in a year. Ah, it'd be, well, I, mean, I only take a step back. I probably put my foot on my mouth. <laughs> did you see? Did you see what I just did there? I didn't even mean to do it. That was pretty snar of me. I just wanna make sure you saw it. Maybe you didn't see it, that's okay. Where I reside, there are four seasons. We have, um, we have fall, winter, spring, and construction season. So construction season, everybody comes out you can't drive anywhere anymore because they're always working on the roads every single summer and it takes three times as long to get anywhere so we're we're dead in construction season right now and it's going to last until probably october and then they'll start to to pack it up uh, beginning to mid-november that'll be done uh, and then it'll be fall for a few weeks and, and then winter so, but you probably have different shoes for different seasons, right? You're gonna have boots, uh, maybe more insulated shoes or footwear for the winter time, maybe lighter pair for spring, summer, uh, fall. I, I, have, I have certain shoes I like to wear in the fall. You know, sockless, they're shoes you wear to a wedding. I wouldn't wear these shoes to a wedding. I think that would be eh, inappropriate in my, in my uh, perspective for what it's worth. But I, I do have shoes that I wear to a, a wedding. Again, I would either go no show socks or just sockless, um, depending on the wedding. Some of the, you go to the, the casual, you ever been to a casual wedding right after you've been to a, a super dressy wedding? I almost even don't know what to wear. People show up in, in shorts and a t-shirt and others are there in a uh, pinstripe um, sandals. I mean, I, I don't even know the dress code for weddings now. It's been a few years since since I've been to one. It's the last one I went to, three years ago. It's nice, it's always a good reminder. My wife and I will sit there and we'll you know, comment on the attire, the touches, the color, the decorum, of course the wedding couple and some of our memories that we share together, her side, my side, that kind of thing. I got different shoes for the season, so I'm not hating on that. There's, there's a thing of too many shoes. If, if you have to have a room for your shoes, uh, I remember um, listening to some women talk about, like with great pride, how many hundreds of pairs of shoes that they got. And I think, what do you do with them all? You like wear them once and then you put them away? Did that bring you some some happiness? Did you have a, a release of serotonin in your brain and they just kind of kicked it up a few notches? I'm not huge on, on the shit. It's not even a big thing that I think about. Most of the time in the summer, I, I work, what are, um, Alukai sandals, you ever heard of these with the Alukai brand? I I love these. It's a full leather sandal and they go with pretty much everything that I wear in the summertime, unless I'm working then I have my black pair of Nike work shoes uh that go well on the job site. They're not heavy. I can I used to be able to wear them all day and and now I think I'm wearing through the, the padding of the shoes. But I have my running shoes and my bag. I forgot that's back uh at the shop. <clears throat> so I had these. And um that kind of sucks. But you know what are you gonna do? What it pisses me off is I'm Regularly a detail-oriented individual, and as soon as I discovered that I had forgotten my shoes, I beat myself up the rest of the day, and I still am kind of on the inside. Ever beat yourself up about forgetting something that you really should not have, because you invested some time into the planning of that thing or that item or that trip, and you completely forgot that piece of luggage, you forgot that pair of shoes, you forgot to pack that thing. I can't. Do the cachava shake like I'd wanted to, because I don't have my blender. I don't think they have one here. I'm certain they don't have. One. How would you have a blender in a sweets hotel? Do they have those? Have you ever stayed at a suite hotel where they had blenders? Maybe they have one here. I don't think they do. Everything's there. Oh, mm-hmm. no. no. Trash can. I have one here. Comforts. Yes, you're listening. To... Oh, the cool. They got rocks glasses. It would be nice if I brought my travel bar, but I didn't. I have a toaster in case I want to toast something. But no, there's no cabinets. Okay, there's, there's no blender. I'm blenderless. And I'm going to be shoeless. I think I have to buy a new pair of shoes this week. I don't like to be put in those kinds of positions where you where you desire to replace them so quickly, you almost put it in your mind like, I have to do this. I have to go do this thing, or I have to buy that thing. No, it's it's a choice. you know. I'm choosing to replace something that is has uh, outlived its life. When do you get rid of a pair of shoes? When do you get rid of a piece of clothing when no longer suits you, when, it, when you've outgrown it? When it's too big, when it's too small, you change your body type, when you change season. I know people that use Craigslist and, and Facebook Marketplace like it's a, a a storage locker. So they'll buy something, they use it for a little while and then they'll sell it. And uh, when they need another one, they'll, they'll go get it. <clears throat> I've never bought shoes off of Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, so I don't know how that works. I don't know if I want to know how that works. I just know the last place I wanted to go this week was a shoe store. Last time I went shoe shopping was for our youngest son. We went to a shoe store. It was a shoe carnival. Do they have those where you are? You ever been to a shoe carnival? They used to be big back in the 80s. Like it was kind of an exciting place to go. They had people that worked there and they would talk to you and they would ask you, can I help you find something today? You'd spin this big wheel, you'd get $5 off or half off your second pair of parachute, which I think now is everywhere, every day, all year long. You buy one pair, you get one half off. That whole BOGO deal, they've been running that for like a decade. <clears throat> anyway, that's the last time I went uh, to a shoe store it was for my son, I think, I don't know, like two years ago. I, I didn't see, they, they stayed behind the counter. They they barely greeted us when we walked in. I don't expect red carpet when I walk into a store. I don't care about any of that BS. But the only reason they have jobs is when people actually shop at their store. Now I don't need you to follow me around the store and offer me champagne. Although I would not turn that down, um, unless it was a bad champagne, there's bad champagne out there, come on. You feel me on this, right? But if you're gonna offer me a bottle of Cristal with some you know, water table crackers and caviar, I'm okay with that, I'm not gonna turn that down. I'm not a shoe shopping snob, <laughs> that'd be silly. Or maybe just cheese and crackers. That'd be that'd be fun too if you had cheese and crackers when to shop around your store paying your salary. Uh I don't need you to put the shoes on me. Do you remember those days when you would go to a shoe store and the shoe salesman would actually have you sit down, you get comfortable. He would put the shoes on, he had the shoe horn. Oh man, I miss them. Where do they still have those? In New York and Chicago. In L.A., except I haven't been, I was in L.A. one time. I hate driving in L.A., can't get anywhere. It's like construction season there nonstop because none of the cars go anywhere. But you go into a shoe store and then there'd be an actual person who would come, he'd introduce himself to you. Hi, I'm Jim. What brings you into the store today? Oh, shoes. what a coincidence. We got a few pairs, just for work, just for school, just for running. And then he would help you try on the shoes, lace them up for you, ask you to take a tour around the store. Then he'd go find accessories. You know what would go good with those shoes? A brand new car. Let me show you what we got in stock. Okay, now what do I need to do to put you in this car in those shoes today? right? Like he'd bring out wallets and he'd bring leather belts. You know what's going to go good with this leather belt? You're going to need something to keep that nice and shiny. We got a nice thing of mink oil over here. You probably want some saddle soap for them shoes. I mean, he was on the ball. How do I notice? I happened to be a shoe salesman many years ago. That's what we did. We'd get the shoes on, then we'd start stacking them up. You know, You don't want to walk out of this this store and those floor shine without something to protect them, you're not going to spend $220 on them, turn around and have them get them ripped. Let me get you some mink oil, all right? This will keep them nice. This will keep them comfortable for you. Get a little saddle soap, clean them up for you. You know, I mean, it's and then the shoe rubbers, they had rubbers for shoes. That you would you would wear these when it's raining. That way you keep your nice shoes nice. They don't do that anymore. Now you walk into a shoe store, or at least when I did, what are we at, 22, so probably 2019, 2020. Now you walk in, they're behind the counter and that's where they stay. And sometimes you would go up to the counter and they're gone. They're in the stock room playing around. How come they're not stocking shoes, talking to customers? I, I don't mind spending money so much at a place when I feel like I didn't do all the work. You know what I'm saying? like you probably work hard for your money am i right you get up early you 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 get cleaned up you drive which probably means you're spending money on fuel a lot more today than you were a couple of years ago right have you seen the amount i don't i don't want to i don't want to know anymore i know it's sickening God, i'm paying 100 dollars for the fuel that i was paying 50 dollars for Oh, this is such a great economy. So you're getting into your car, you're putting fuel into your car so you can get back and forth to work. You're at work eight, 10, maybe 12 hours a day. Maybe you got two and three different jobs that you go to. So the one day a month that you get to get out and go grab a bite tea, go grab some coffee, go have some you time. You try to go to the mall, you try to go to a store, Wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to work for the same money you had to work to earn? Now you're working to spend it? I'm walking into a store, I gotta walk around. I can't find anybody. Let me see if I can find the the size of pants that fit me. Let me see if I can find the right pair of shoes, right? I'm an easy shoe foot. I have such an average shoe foot. It's 10 and a half, medium. That is incredibly average for a man, my age, my height, my weight, 10 and a half medium. It's one of the most common pairs of shoes in America. So obviously those are the ones that are gone first. So they have these stock rooms in the back of shoe stores. And if you can ever find a shoe sales associate, you can ask them, hey, I'm looking for this shoe in a 10 and a half. Do you happen to have one somewhere? Can you help me out? I'd like to give you money. I'd like to trade you money for this pair of shoes if you have one of my size. If I can't find a shoe salesman, if I can't find an associate working there, most of the time I'll just leave because I freaking hate going to a place and working to get all I can't be alone in this. I don't, this is why I don't like shopping anymore. Cause 'cause I work hard for my money, just like you work hard for your money. And then you go to a store and you have to work to give the money away. It's like those people at the shoe stores, they believe that their job is only stocking the shoes. You're the customer, you gotta find your own shoes. You put them on your own feet. You get your own socks, you get your own accessories. And when I'm ready to check you out, I'll let you know. Wait, what, buddy? If it weren't for you, customers out there, that person at the shoe place wouldn't have a job. They'd be out of a job, going to find somewhere else. Now maybe they don't care, and that's part of the problem, because there's another job just down the way that maybe it pays fifty cents more or two dollars more, and that's where they'll go. The people working at the hotel, I just uh checked out of today couldn't have cared less about what was going on in the hotel they didn't care that you had a hard time opening doors they didn't, I had holes in my sheets did I tell you this checking into the hotel day 1 i walked up to the bed how many hairs am i going to find in my bed being the condition of the hotel as it is walking in i pulled back i didn't even have to pull back the sheets there was a hole in the In the head of the sheet and there was a stain right there next to the hole. How do they miss this? They don't miss it; they just don't care when Why don't they care about this stuff? How come me being the the guest in their hotel cares more about the cleanliness of the sheets I'm sleeping in than the people cleaning the room? That Does't make any sense to me? You're the one getting paid to clean up the room. I'm paying to stay there. But if I'm paying you, and I got I had to change my own damn sheets at this place, because I wasn't. It, it was they. Uh, oh, again, I'm tripping over my own words. It was such a bad experience. So, I know you're the question is on top of your head. Toe, why didn't you just change rooms? I, I would have loved to. It was 10 p.m. by the time I was done with work, done with the gym, done with the shower, and climbing into bed. It's 10 p.m. Would you like to gather all of your belongings that you brought in there that you spent, I don't know, time unpacking, putting away? I'm talking food for the week, clothes for the week, everything for the week. You want to pack all that back up and then go down to the desk and knock on the, on the you know, wait for the the, the who is it, night auditor to arrive from wherever they are on their, on their 15th, Smoking break or vaping break to come back in, look like they just rolled out of bed, haven't done their hair, the shirt's not tucked in and and tucked into what shorts and then sneakers. This is the person, yeah. So it's that kind of hotel. No, I, I did not want to do that. So, day two, I returned from work back to my hotel room. They made the bed. I was like, okay, great. Same freaking sheets, hole in the sheet, staying right up there. They do not care. I hate having to work to give you my money when I work so hard to earn it. That's why I hate shoe shopping. Because they don't have the service. All right, so I would welcome your suggestion. Hope you're going to the wrong stores. You need to go to this store. You need to go check out these stores because these stores have customer service. There was a men's store I walked into back in, 2006 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was called Andrew Davis menswear. And this kind of store, they charge $400 for a pair of pants. Now, granted, they'll tailor the pants, and they're the softest pants that you're ever going to wear as a guy. I mean, they, they, they're they more comfortable than pajamas, and they're, they're actual pants. They're dressed, you go out in public, and well, When you're going out in public, you're not going to shop at Walmart like you're wearing your jeans, like you wear these to your place of work, your place of business, but they were comfortable. And they were $400. So I don't know what you spend on pants. I normally do not spend $400 on a pair of pants, but I loved going to the store. And here's the reason why. Uh, I got a $100, (laughs) sorry, I just don't remember this. I got a hundred dollar gift card from this place. I was like, sweet. So I am rushing down to the store uh, after work and they closed at 6 p.m. I got there at like 5.50 p.m. and I'm running to the front door and it's a really nice store. And the people there are are like, shoot, you know, got 10 minutes and I'm walking in. And they said, hello, welcome. I said, I'm really sorry. I'm so late. I know you guys are closing in a few minutes. I just want to try to walk in here real quick. I got this gift card. There's no, 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 easy, easy, easy. (laughs) You'll never believe what they said next. And this was a retail store. Here's what they said. They said, take it easy. We're glad you're here. Take your time. My name's Janice, this is Chris, we're here to help. Oh, wow, that was game changer customer service ladies and gentlemen, and that's the only place I've ever found it. any like that, because every every other store that I've walked into, you walk into Kohl's, 10 minutes till they close, they're standing there at the door with machine guns telling you if you do not leave in five minutes, it's going to get messy. I mean, they get serious about telling you. Uh, Sam's Club, I don't know what it is at Costco, but Sam's Club, same deal. They don't use machine guns there, it's Uzi's. It's an entirely different process. But they're telling you, hey, we close, not this place. I felt so bad that I was so poor, I could not buy more. I was able to buy a pair of socks. A hundred dollars for socks? Well, no, it was it was two pairs of socks. Yeah, they were $50 socks. And I think I, I wanna you know, chip it in like 10 bucks or something tax or whatever. I, I don't know, I just, I remember that place. Yes, they sell shoes. I don't spend $250 on a pair of shoes. I don't spend $400 on pants, but They'll do these trunk club shows where they got guys coming in from Milan, Italy. They got guys coming in from New York, Chicago. These gentlemen are dressed in suits. To the nines, they open up their trunks. These are custom-made socks and hosiery people. They're custom-made ties, custom-made suits, custom-made leather belts, custom-made shoes, custom-made leather wallets. Everything's custom, everything's you know top of the line. They did this trunk show once where they had a, uh, they had a car, re, uh, it was a, a retail car place called Sweet Cars, and they brought in Bentleys, uh, Corvettes, Camaros, they didn't have, the, they had a the Lamborghini, I want to say they did, I don't think, it, it was a Ferrari, that's what it was, <laughs> sorry, forgive me, I know not to get them confused, I do know the difference between a Ferrari and a Lamborghini, just it's getting a little late for Tome, and uh, I've been up since 5 a.m. and I think I'm saying goodbye to my pair of shoes. So I'm a little sentimental. So they had a Ferrari, a Bentley, a Vet, a Camaro, um, and they had something else there too. And they had, uh, it was a catered trunk show. So one of the local places, it was an Italian restaurant, did some catering. They had champagne wine, they had some beers, uh, they had Heineken sitting in a, a tin, Tub uh, iced over. They had coffee. They had espresso. They had a guy there who uh, brought in his barber chair. And I kid you not, this this dude was doing complimentary full face shaves, straight razor shaves. Ladies and gentlemen, that is an experience. If you want to really treat your husband or your dad this Father's Day, you guys go get a straight razor shave. You're going to lay down some coin for the guys to do it right. And, and by that I mean. 50, 75 bucks per shave. It depends on where you are and where you go. But yeah, you would easily pay like sixty-five dollars in, in Fort Wayne for one of these straight razor shaves. And I'm I'm talking this dude's got a it's a it's a refrigerator, but it, it does the hot, it's so it's all hot. It's like a you open up the door, it's like a fridge, but it's not a fridge. He pulls out a hot cloth using a pair of tongs throws that right on your face, melts your face off, which makes it easier to shave without your face on. And then uh, there's another cloth that's got some essential oil in it. So, you know, some peppermint, eucalyptus, rosemary, lavender. He's heating up your face and open up the pores to the face. And then he gets this hot lather shade going. He does a straight razor one way, and then he he uh, rinses that off and, and another hot wash cloth, and a hot towel. And then he he lathers up again, then you straight razor the other way, and, and he wipes that dry, and then you got the, uh, uh, wipes it clean, sorry, and then you get the, the aftershave splash going, and oh man, what an experience, that, that's a trunk show right there, they got, they got a, a DJ spinning tunes, they got the, the basketball game on, um, they had a model walking around offering fruits and hors d'oeuvres, and That is an experience, that was really cool. That was Andrew Davis menswear. It's now Christopher James menswear. I haven't been to a recent trunk show. Um, I'm normally out of town, so I miss those, but that was customer service, gentlemen, ladies, walking into the store. They were closing in 10 minutes. They were done, done for the day. What did they say? I'll never forget. No, 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 easy. Take your time. We're glad you're here. Oh. Yeah, let me just open up my wallet. I'll just dump it out now. I, I did not expect those words. And that still moves me today. That, I'm feeling a little emotional right now. Because I don't get that kind of customer service in most places. And it's not because I'm a complete schmuck. I do not belittle the people there to serve and work and help you find your stuff. I don't do that at restaurants. I don't do that anywhere. It just pisses me off a little bit when they could care less about you, your money, or the fact that you are paying their salary with your money for which you worked so hard to get. Do I need the red carpet? No, I don't need you to kiss my ass. I don't need you to do none of that. Just just peep your, peep your head in a little bit. Hey, I'm, I'm Jane, I'm Jen, I'm John Doe. I work here. This is my store. Let me know what I can do to help you out. You, you want, you're looking for pants. You're looking for shoes. Let me let me help you find a size. And, and I'm good, man. Just let me know that you see me and that I exist, okay? That you don't completely take me for granted. And the fact that I am there so we can do a trade. I'm going to trade you some, some Benjamins. I'm going to trade you some Federal Reserve notes. I'd like a little bit of customer service and some good quality shoes. Can you help a brother out? Today we're prioritizing the shoes, folks. Uh, I think I'm about to say goodbye to uh, to this pair here. It's a bummer. They've been a good pair of shoes. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna stick with them through the week. What do your shoes look like, folks? Where do they take you? When you look at your shoes, do you find value in those shoes? Do you only wear them for a little bit, you trade them in? You you get rid of them, you you toss them in the trash, you toss them to the the local thrift shop, go get you another pair from the thrift shop, or you head straight to the mall. Do you not care about customer service? Okay. Do you need a room for all your shoes? I don't have a room. I I do have the bottom of my uh, small closet. It's not a walk-in. I man, I used to love walk in closets. I would see those things on in Instagram, GQ, and be like, oh, I need that. I need that to be happy. I get that. I'm gonna be a happy fat man right there. When I got older, I realized, eh, I don't need all that. It's it's cool. Love the pictures. It, it you know, it looks great. I remember Nicolas Cage dancing around in his walk in closet in the movie The Family Man. You know with Tia Leone? It was Tia Leone, right? Yeah. And, uh, um, oh, who is the angel in that one? Shoot, man, he's a good actor, too. I love him. He is such a good actor. Nicolas Cage, dancing around. He's got 50 pairs of shoes. They all have to be the same color. You know, Ot's blood. He's got 20 different suits, and he's got suits coming back from the tailor. And, you know, he's, a, he's a, an investment. So, of course, he's got all this. But I don't. I don't. Not really in all that investments. I'm an audio-video tech. Got a pair of Nikes, probably gonna go bye-bye. What you got in your closet? I don't care what's in your wallet. I'm not Capital One. Maybe you look at your shoes and time to replace them. You look at your shoes and you're like, man, I've got some memories with these here shoes. I did some miles with these shoes. Walked all over, uh, what was it last one? Was it New York? No. Well, St. Louis, <laughs> walked all over that city. They had this really cool mall that they turned, it was a train station, and then it turned into a mall, and then it turned into an aquarium, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, man, that place was sweet. Hey, I appreciate you listening. Um, I think that's it for me, and... <laughs> This stupid talk about, I don't know what, I don't know what got into me. I just, I haven't been on the Wisdom app for a little bit. Thought I'd get on, talk to y'all. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I got to vent a little bit about some freaking really bad hotel experience. Oh, that's one for the books. I'm never going to forget that. This one is like heaven compared to that one was hell. That, and I just barely escaped the clutches. Of hell in that stupid place so hey thanks for listening i appreciate it i hope you got a little bit of value out of today i hope you look at your pair of shoes and it brings you some memories don't be afraid to uh, to move on to the next pair and uh, until next time guys adios